And here we are, week six of the Tailgate Talks podcast. That was a little little, little clap from Dustin Wimmer in the background there. I always appreciate the enthusiasm. Here we're obviously with uh, Dustin and Brooks. Uh, Brooks, you got to unmute yourself. Uh, <laughs> um, so, this is now week six. We have the NBA draft edition. We have that going on tonight. So, we're going to kind of toss up some uh, some predictions Early on about the NBA draft, we're going to be going into the NFL a little bit. We got, we got obviously, our Club Red se- segment where we talk a little bit about Texas Tech sports. Uh, of course, we, we've had a lot of fun with our shot bets, so we're going to do a little bit of a recap with that as well. Um, got, got, got a good episode planned out for you guys tonight. So, um, as always, do want to kind of mention our, our social media accounts. We are on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. We are also on Instagram and Facebook. But uh, if you're also wanting to catch our own personal opinions, all of us are on Twitter. Uh, Dustin, you can find him at DustinWimmer22. Brooks, you can find him at Calvin B. Barrett. And me, you can find me at Blanca, where the L is a 1. Um, also, try not to forget, we have the shot bet votes or shot bet videos. We want to start engaging with you guys a little bit more whenever you're listening to the podcast or listening to the show. And uh, have y'all have some fun with us and taking the shot bets along with us in some of these games. So catch each episode to kind of catch up on the shot bets. We've been putting out polls and so that way you can kind of interact with the Twitter. And uh, people that have been losing have been sending in videos of the uh, of the loss and their their, their um, reluctant shot bets. We'll call them that uh, being being paid. Uh, I definitely had had mine. I think after after we got done with the show last week, and then I think um, Tex Mex sent, sent his in. <laughs> Te- yeah, that was uh, it was it was a pickle shot, and it was just a little bit too much pickle, so it was just all bitter. <laughs> uh, but anyways, guys, how was y'all's week? I hadn't really had a chance to talk to y'all too too much. A little bit through the text, but uh, I don't know, Dustin, how was your weekend, man? It's good, man. Tech yeah. one. Yeah. We're on Facebook Live, so we got a couple people watching there. There we go. What's up, people? Brooks, how was your weekend, man? You have a good week? Yeah, I had a good week. No complaints here. Celebrated my girlfriend's birthday, so we had a, a nice weekend. So, shout yeah, out. No complaints shout, No complaints on this end. Shout out to the Brooks girlfriend. I don't know if we want to mention. Can we mention her name? No, we don't have enough yeah, followers. Jeanette. She's going to listen. Jeanette, shout yeah, out. Jeanette, hi. Happy birthday from, from the Tailgate Talks crew. We appreciate you. We appreciate you letting Brooks use your internet last week. Uh, yes. <laughs> all right, guys. So uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into the NBA draft talk. We're going to talk a, a little bit about uh, our predictions, last minute thoughts. Obviously, this is they're in the the a lot of the pregame show stuff right now. Everybody, get up! It's time to slam now. We got the real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. All right. A little bit shorter on that one. Uh, the other one felt a little long, so I'll try to cut it a little bit shorter on the clip. Um, so, going into the NBA draft tonight. Uh, last minute thoughts on the draft itself. Uh, uh, we're in a little bit of an odd one. We're doing this uh, a little bit later than than years past, and there's kind of this condensed schedule in between last year's season ending, this one starting, and then just kind of cramming the NBA draft right there in the middle. Um, Brooks, what what are what are your thoughts? Uh, uh, do you have any last minute thoughts going into this draft? Um, I'm curious about this draft 
I don't think there's any one player in particular that stands out all above the rest. It's not like last year's where we all knew Zion was going to be the overall number one. Uh, but the thing I'm finding most exciting about this is, you know, it's also right around NBA free agency and NBA draft mm-hmm. or uh, trades are going on. And so it's just kind of chaos these last few days with all the news and trades and everything that's going on. So I'm really enjoying that. And I think it's going to add on a little bit to the draft tonight. It's going to add a little extra intrigue just to see what teams are going to try to make some moves. There's some intrigue with the Warriors at number two. Um, the You know, the Hornets at number three. They, they're they talking about wanting Wiseman. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see if anything happens. We've got the Houston trade rumors out there too so uh just going to be looking for all sorts of chaos tonight and that's what the nba loves to create is chaos so Uh, i feel like chaos and houston following one another in that little segment just now very appropriate very very appropriate Uh, dustin uh any last minute thoughts uh, about the draft uh we'll, we'll, we'll go into some further discussion but any any kind of uh thoughts coming into this everything surrounding it it's just kind of wild what do you think man I'm on Obi Toppin watch. <laughs> favorite player to watch. So that's just your favorite name. Year's NCAA player of the year. Yeah. He's one of the most well-rounded players in this draft. Um, I'm hoping Chicago is not dumb and takes him at four, but Chicago's probably going to be dumb and take mm-hmm. like the Israeli kid. So we'll see. And we'll see what golden state does at number two. Um, I'm really interested to see what the Mavs do. They have number 18 and 31, but they have their two main pieces. So will they trade both of those and move up to get somebody or get a player? Will they stay there? Who knows? Yeah. It's, it's an interesting year uh, with everything being just crazy. Honestly, last minute trades. uh, I don't know if y'all saw the whole thing with, with Trevor Reza being shipped off. Uh, Mm -hmm. Uh, that Danny that popped Green. up on my feed. Danny, Danny Green. Green. Yeah, the Thunder are gonna have like every pick in the twenty twenty four draft or whenever they yeah. start racking up. But they got I, a good haul for that. Yeah, Sam Presti. I I think I tweeted this is a wizard turning Danny Green into a first and a second round draft pick. That's that's right. insane. Al Horford. Danny Green's he's, terrible. He's, can, he's can, can 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 we can we can we just put a clip? Uh, I I need to find that clip of how much space he had for that shot. Uh, uh, we don't need to go back there. Uh, but. <laughs> the last time we spent on Danny Green. While you look, while you look that up, the other uh, thing to watch. Let's watch for our tech guys. Minnesota at one. Oh, that's we got true. Jared Culver there. He spot started here and there as a, a shooting guard, point guard type player. But they're gonna look. They can get Anthony Edwards, Melo Ball, James Wiseman. They can trade out. They can probably not draft well like usual um who knows what they're gonna do nobody really knows they've been trying to shop it and not successfully i guess yeah and there, there's your clip no that wasn't it that wasn't it there it is is this it probably no next one was it was it there, there it is. is yeah yeah there we go 26 seconds and we got we got our own really text first one and done into the hands of guy. lebron james butler on him that's uh, just hold on there we go it's just Some editing to do there. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Wide pass. There it is. That is two first. Uh, what was the first round pick and a second round pick? And, and Al Horford. <laughs> okay, 
<laughs> sorry. Sorry, Danny Green. If you're listening to this. Not sorry, Danny Green. Not sorry, Danny Green. <laughs> but yeah, we got Texas, like, first one-and-done type player, Tamias Ramsey. Mm. He's looking to go somewhere, like, late first, super early second, somewhere it'll, in there. It'll be interesting where he ends up. Yeah, I would watch Oklahoma City maybe for him. Oklahoma City is backloaded at the end of the first round with, like, three picks from, like, 22 to 30-something. 30, 30 so, yeah, uh, they would be a good fit for him. My, my thing for Jemias is I just want him to go to a team that is a contender and can develop young talent because, you know, we, as we've seen with Derek Culver, you go to one of these organizations that doesn't know how to win. Yep. Uh, it can be tough to go from a like tech where you just have this family atmosphere and you know is addicted to winning to this franchise that doesn't know how to do it and it can be difficult. So yep. I just want Jemias to go somewhere that's gonna help his talents grow and make him a better player. That's uh, that's what we all should want. Absolutely yeah. the case. Um, you, got, you got the same top three as I do: Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman, and Lamelo Ball. Yeah, I got that. I, I've heard the Wolves are going Edwards, mm -hmm. and then I think Wiseman to the Warriors is just – it's one of those that makes you mad at the Warriors as they're just going to get better with that. And then um, Michael Jordan gave the stamp of approval on the mellow ball to the Hornets. So really? that, it looks like that's kind of the set top three unless something comes – unless something changes, you never know. Yeah, it's a draft night, and – Again, with all this condensed scheduling and all of that, it, it's going to be interesting as to like who makes a last-minute player trade for a draft move up. I, I, it's going to be very, very interesting. Um, so we touched base a little bit on on uh, on on who goes number one. Um, that that's more on y'all's thing. I, I've I'm just kind of riding the wave on this one and just enjoying the show. I haven't looked as much into the draft as much as y'all have this year, but. Um, what do you think, who goes number two? Do you really think, uh, well, it's not a guarantee that he's going to go to the Warriors. The Warriors have been rumored to be shopping that pick. I think the Bulls want to move up to get him. Mm -hmm. I think some other teams are in play for that. So it's not set in stone that he's going to the Warriors, but I think it's set in stone that he's going to go number two. Now how it fits with the Warriors is great because he's not going to be asked to be the best player on the team right yeah. away. Right. So yeah. it's going to be a good development place for him and he's, is going to be a big help to them, I think. They just get better with that pick. So then do you think they keep him? Uh, remains to be seen, I guess. <laughs> and a lot of times in the NBA draft, whenever somebody gets drafted, don't think they're going to be there. Yeah. Like a couple that, years ago, Luca got drafted by the Hawks. Yeah. That's, was uh, never intending on going to Atlanta. That's one so, thing that I don't like about the NBA draft as much, over the NFL draft. It's just... Once they're selected, they can be traded off to another team immediately, right? Right. The, yeah. And the rights to them, and if they get drafted by somebody, but a trade's already been made, they still wear that team's hat, even yeah. though they're going to the Mavericks or whatever team. It was. It's 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 a weird dynamic. <laughs> I yeah. I think out of this whole COVID thing, the NBA is winning, big time, uh, because normally by now. We would have been out of the NBA and not talking about this for, for, for months. And literally, the Lakers title just happened. Now we're talking about the draft. Next month, we have the NBA season probably starting. Uh, 
I I think they've won out of all out of all major sports with this entire NBA thing, uh, or with this entire COVID thing. Um, so, oh, sorry. Uh, somebody had something. I was just gonna say, yeah, it's it's exciting. Uh, they are doing a good job at keeping it moving, mm-hmm. keeping the interest going, and draft starts here in five minutes. So we're gonna you know keep it updated as the draft goes on. There's any crazy trades or moves, you know, we'll be right here to uh, interrupt <laughs> with an update on this. So, oh yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be paying attention. We'll keep y'all posted with with our reactions, but a lot of this is gonna, a lot of this is gonna be pretty pretty predictable. We'll 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 see how this plays out. Uh, NBA draft, and in, in all honesty, I mean, whenever we were doing our our top five uh, last week, it, it's it's really a case of. There's the top five, and then there's everybody else that kind of maybe bounces around the league. So, um, outside of that top five, most of these players we're going to hear about tonight. Most of them we won't hear about again. Sad truth of it all. Um, All right, so Dustin, what do you think the Mavs are going to do? Real quick, before this draft gets kicked off. They stay at 18. They need rebounding and shooting. Mm -hmm. So... They need like a power forward type guys, big guy out of Maryland, and I want them to take the big guy out of Memphis. His name's Precious. No. Oh yeah. Is it? Precious, Precious Achua. Achua. Precious Achua. Achua. I like some cool dread. Bless you. Guy. Bless you. He's a big looking dude, but we'll see what they do if they stay there and take one of those guys, or I don't know. There was a lot of different options that far down. Oh man, it's not letting me pull up the full full list of players. Uh, you good? I'm we'll curious. Wait to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. see it. Um, no, okay. So we we got kind of a little bit of our predictions out. Uh, again, this is the NBA draft. Nobody stays where they're supposed to, and we won't really know what the end is for any player until by the end of the night because a lot of these teams they just shop them around right after they pick them up anyway. So, um. I wish they would get rid of that because I I, lo- I love the draft processes. I love watching the players come up and wearing the hat and them going to that team and it just it, it meaning something. I don't, I don't know. Like they're they're part of the NBA now, but still. All right, guys. Uh, so that's gonna kind of wrap up our our NBA draft segment. We're gonna go ahead and jump into Club Red. <laughs> All right, so it's hard. If you went to Texas Tech, if you ever went to a football game in the last 10 years, that was what you did. Uh, Both of them couldn't stop themselves, and I'm over here just smiling because as I was making these clips, I'm like, uh, you got to get that perfect moment of the song where where every single Tech fan just sits there just throwing their gun up and down. All right, so uh, Texas Tech, we're going to review the Texas Tech-Baylor game. This was a big, uh, very, very confusing game for me as far as, like, I didn't know which quarterback I wanted the entire time. I I, I kind of hated it. Bowman sucked. Uh, <laughs> and then Garibay coming out of nowhere to, to, to be the, the what leader of the team. Some, I don't know. It was an odd game. Um, Brooks, what were your thoughts on this matchup here between uh, Tech and Baylor? 
Um, it was just a, a typical game in the Matt Wells era. I feel like <laughs> just yeah, uh, a lot of offensive struggles, close games. Uh, Got to make the right plays at the right time. Um, but you know, actually came out on the right side of it, so that was nice. Um, kind of makes you wonder about why Garibay was our second kicker because he just came out there and was and crushed money. So it kind of makes you worry about that because uh, maybe if he's our kicker, the TCU game doesn't seem like such a bad decision. Um, and then, yeah, quarterback, I, I just don't know who's better. And I don't know if either of them are good or Mm-mm. either of them are just real bad. It's tough to say, and I just will go back to it as much as I can and just Yost doesn't do anything to help him. Yost's terrible. The fact that Ezekama and Basher didn't get a single target in the first half, yeah. is a, it's an incredibly bad joke. They uh, hyped up Ezekama on the broadcast so much. Yeah. They're like, number two wide receiver in the Big 12. And then Yost was like, who? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's embarrassing that it's... you have these kind of guys, and you can't figure out a way, a creative way to get them open um you keep going back to screens to other guys you you don't throw the ball downfield until you absolutely have to yeah. and then when you do like your quarterbacks hit on those throws except for bowman every now and then he's he always overthrows guys but it's just on one of those other frustrating offensive games but luckily your defense stepped up and you know played really well had stops when they needed to um and it's probably a bigger win if bowman doesn't immediately come in and throw that pick six so uh, yeah um so another game that the defense just played really really well and gave you a chance texas tech defense being the win that's weird it's very weird to say it um dustin i mean any any feelings on this outside of uh anything brooks didn't cover yeah how about garibay they're like hey you're gonna get your first ever d1 start Coming out of JUCO. Oh, yeah. You're also going to do kickoffs, and you're going to punt. Mm-hmm. And he crushed he, he took it all day long. He took it. With crazy wind conditions. Oh, yeah. man. He just crushed it. I loved He's it. MVP. Him and our punter, who we don't know what happened to. <laughs> yeah. It was like last minute. We're like, wait, who's this? <laughs> they never even said. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's kind of mind-boggling that defense keeping us in it. And we even set it up, like. All right, we need defensive stop, and maybe we can get the ball back. Yeah. Whoa, we got a defensive stop. We're getting the yeah. ball back. <laughs> then we are questionable about our offense. We're like, well, yeah. we get in position to score. So, well, it's it's yeah, still great other. to win, especially going into a bye week when you have two weeks to think about it. Like, it's good to have a little relief of we got one. That's good. Let's build off of it. Yeah. Yeah, the world's not ending. It was another questionable call at the end there to play for the field goal. I love that an, move. I, I, I thought it was it, smart. If you don't make the field goal, you know, his head is off this week. So, yeah, but uh, it's, it was an easy 25-yarder right down the middle. I was about to say, that, and it was pretty, and he'd been kicking well all day so long. I was surprised that Sir Roger took a dive there. I was yeah, like, it was too. That was actually a smart play. What a – wow. We did that. All right. Uh, Kill us. <laughs> wow. I just, uh, I just almost had a heart attack watching that last field goal because I yeah. was just thinking oh, if there's man, it any. Took off and it veered left. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. yeah. It's still not fun to rely on a 
kicker, even though he's been pretty good that game. I still, I don't, yeah. know. I don't like relying on kickers. No, it's it's too much riding on 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 one play, one moment, and it it played out in our favor this time. Thankfully, again, like, like we we said it last week, we 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 roast Texas Tech quite a bit, but it's only because we want to see them win, and they came within one play of losing this game as well. It came down to one play again. Uh, but it played out well. It, they, they got the, they nailed the kick. I think the main story of this game um, is the kicker, but then right behind that is our QB. Who do we go with? Because Bowman, I don't trust him. I still don't. Even after that game, I still don't trust him. And then Columbia, I... I I don't I don't know I just don't see enough of a enough of a of a Big Twelve style quarterback out of him. I don't, I don't know, Dustin. What do you think? It reminds me of Brixel. Remember back when we had sticks and pots, and neither we we were screwed either way. Like it was bad times in in tech football, and we're in that same situation. Like neither quarterback is good at all. They've shown glimpses here and there, Ooh. but then they go back to playing like a fifth grader and i guess we'll go with bowman for the next two games or at least to start the next game we'll see i, I think they're going to considering we ended up with a win but I, I again don't feel confident in that uh don't be surprised if you see columbia next game at some point too just like yeah. this last game where they can, do you think they can do the dual quarterback thing who, who did that who who was the that's right. Oh, that was that was entertaining though. It's not like it worked out great, but it was entertaining to watch it. Well, it would be different if Columbia was a way better running quarterback. Yeah, yeah. he's mobile, but he's not some guy you're just gonna throw in there to run the football all the time. But Absolutely, it is. I think it is kind of apparent that the offense does have a higher ceiling with Bowman, um, and if Yost lets him actually throw the ball around. Um, I to, think that, to his number that's one the best case scenario, but you know, he's still with him. He's going to risk it at times and you're just going to have to live with the, the interceptions and stuff. I think the uh, Columbia is too safe of a quarterback and yeah. he, you know, you need a guy who's going to take some risks sometimes. So yeah, I don't, but I, I mean, this offense isn't going anywhere with well, either of them. That's apparent. And, and uh, in all honesty, ne- neither is the, the, the football team itself. We're not going to make a bowl game. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody can every make a bowl game this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah huh? I think we will. Are we actually? We yeah, they said there's no rules. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So we might. We, we have a big enough school where that we might still get picked up by a bowl game. Oh, my gosh. I, don't, I just get a lot of practice time out of it. Yeah, and you get a lot of you, you get a lot of championship style practice where you're like, this is a big moment, guys. I don't know. All right. Maybe you fire Yost before the ball game and see what. We oh do. my God! The <laughs> biggest salt on the wound—that would be amazing. Uh, we all want to see it. Uh, Tex-Mex saying Brooks was slacking with only one Yost tweet. It's because we yeah, won. It's because like we won. I said it was my and my girlfriend's birthday, so we were celebrating. Oh. We'll and I was actually chance. at yeah, I was actually at dinner for most of the game, so I wasn't really <laughs> watching a whole lot of it. I cut I caught the highlights in the end of the game, but. All right. Being a good uh, boyfriend. We're going to go ahead and transfer or uh, shift over to our shot bet recap. We're going to talk about our shot bets placed for the Texas Tech Baylor game. We'll talk a little bit about our NFL uh, shot bet. 
And then uh, we will place our uh, first shot bet of the night over the Oklahoma State and Oklahoma game. So, uh, this is Tailgate Talk Shot Bets. We've been doing squats, body on the block, take off every top, time to pump it up, drink until we drop, then take another shot, we don't give a fuck, now take it from the top. Okay. All right, so I think I, I, I liked it. I thought it was a little bit different. Uh, everybody's heard that shots shot song by Lil John, so I was like, this is this is a little bit of a different thing. Hopefully, hopefully it plays out well for us. Um, so first game, obviously the game we were just talking about, Texas Tech versus Baylor. Uh, both me and Dustin ended up picking Baylor on this one. Uh, it seemed like a safe pick. I going into this game, we took the L on this one, obviously, and Brooks ended up with the W for staying reluctantly faithful. <laughs> yeah, there there wasn't any confidence there in was, that. There, there was there was no confidence in it whatsoever. But hey, it, it played. Uh, you know what? It's it's okay because on our next shot bet, I, I went, I'm in your same boat, man. I did the exact same thing. Uh, so. That adds adds one to the total for me and me and uh, Dustin, and then Brooks Brooks makes it safe without a shot bet for that game. Our second shot bet of last week recap. Good thing Brooks didn't take the spread. Yeah, <laughs> also true. Also true. Tex Mex. Uh, our second shot bet. <clears throat> excuse me. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, voice. My my throat's super dry tonight. Uh, our second shot bet from last week was the Bills versus the Cardinals. Which was a very fun game to watch. I was really I can't believe that last play. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll discuss it a little bit here in a second. Um, whenever we, we jump to the cleanup, um, but the the quick quick summary of that story was uh, the very last play. It, it 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 was a miracle throw to to what what is probably one of the best receivers in the NFL. Um, and so the the Cardinals win that one. Uh, Dustin and Brooks bet on the Bills, which was should have been the clear winner. And I ended up picking, like I said, similar to Brooks, reluctantly picked the Cardinals, and I ended up getting the win on that one. So that adds one to the shot bet totals for for Dustin and Brooks. Um, so we have our first shot bet we're gonna place for this week, guys. Uh, we're gonna be looking at the Oklahoma State uh, at Oklahoma game. We're going to be betting on the spread on this one because the spread has it at Oklahoma plus seven, which means, uh, are they still doing the plus three thing for at home games or did they stop doing that? Uh, in college, I think, cause they're still crazy and letting quite a bit of fans in. So yeah. I still think home field advantage matters. So realistically they're, they're, they're picking a, a four point lead to Oklahoma. So they're thinking this is going to be tight. Um, so uh, let, let's open up with you, Dustin. Uh, who do you have on this, on this game? We're going to be betting on the spread. So what, what do you feel like? Who's, who's going to be your pick for this week? First off, just think I lost both of those shot bets. Yeah, you on did. Buzzer beaters. <laughs> you did. Yeah. <laughs> I that's, really bad. that's really bad luck. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. First, first pick is in for the NBA draft. Yeah. I'm waiting and, for it to pop 
but Anthony Edwards. Yeah, yeah. Is that in? Yeah, it's in. It's up. Job. They didn't mess that one up. <laughs> Anyways, um, what are we doing? I was w- looking at that draft stuff. Uh, you you were complaining about losing on last on last second uh, points for both games. But the the tech game, I don't feel bad about that loss. Nah. I'd rather have tech pull out a win and I lose. That's okay. Yeah. The other one, oh Rice. <laughs> I know y'all love it so much. Don't get me started. With Can we Cliff talk about Kingsbury. That we in, Can we talk about this before we go into Oklahoma? <laughs> you know, whatever. It's our show. We can do what we want. Let's talk about this game. All right. This was insane. I cannot believe that call. Like, Kyler Murray's running around, burning clock time. So he could have done a short pass and out and made two plays out of that. But no, that's not what Kyler does. That's not what Cliff is going to call up. So then what does he do? Runs the entire clock down to three seconds and hucks it up to DeAndre Hopkins in between three players. There should have been no shot for that. And sure enough, what do you see? Hold on, wait. There's a there's an image of of uh, of all of the gloves being up there. Mm-hmm. I did one of y'all tweet that? Yeah, I probably did. I think. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it has like an Adidas glove and a Nike's glove, and then it's Jumpman catching the ball. Like you want to talk about perfect advertising? Um, all right. So Dustin, how, how do you feel about the end of this game? Aside from uh, losing losing the shot bet. The- catch was amazing i don't think enough people are talking about the throw that's who he obviously like ran around got himself open to make this throw but he's running to his left opens up and chunks it and gets it down there far enough and high enough that hopkins can go get this Mm -hmm. like that's a crazy throw by kyler i don't think i think the yeah, let's see it. Let's see. I'm going to try and see if I can pull it up. Uh, keep going. I'm, I'm going to find second it. Second video, is it? I think only two quarterbacks can make that throw. I think Rogers. I can think of two. Kyler and Mahomes. Rodgers can make that throw. Yeah, Rodgers probably too. I think I think you got four of them. Rodgers and Russ Russell. and Pat. And now Kyler showed, hey, I can do this too. Yeah. Is this it? But this the is throw it right is pretty incredible. That, that was one of the best. Not the best, because in all honesty, it was a scramble. Here it is right here. Shotgun. Murray. Out of the pocket. Seven seconds. Six seconds. Off balance. Yeah, and oh, we and, and 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 we traded him off because Bill O'Brien didn't want to deal with his kids on the sideline. Stupid prick. Just uh. in from Woj is the Warriors are targeting James Wiseman for the number two pick. So really? yeah, I looks see like they're going that. Um, yeah, I was on an airplane getting back from Dallas, watching that fourth quarter, and I wanted to point out that Cliff totally did the Cliff thing to lose that game. He gets the ball with four minute, four and a half minutes left and a three-point lead and the chance to go and run some clock and ice this game. And he goes, incomplete pass, incomplete pass, sack. Bills get the ball back with like three and a half minutes left. Go down on a game-winning drive if you have any other quarterback maybe and any other wide receiver in the league. But instead, 
he gets lucky, wins this game because he has Murray and he has Hopkins. It was just, it was an incredible play. Super lucky for him to get this win, but I mean, he did everything to give the Bills a chance to win that game, and the Bills took advantage of it and made a great play with a wide receiver that they traded for uh, in the offseason and yeah. Stephon Diggs, and then the Cardinals beat him right back with the wide receiver they traded for in DeAndre Hopkins. So, oh, my gosh. Uh, incredible game, though. A really, really fun game to watch. I can't believe this catch. Look at this. He's got one behind him, one directly in front of him, and this guy just kind of trying to mow over all three. I can't believe that catch. I, I still, I, I I will never. How do you feel about that play as a Texans fan? I, 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 I was ecstatic for half a second because I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I won that bet. Why in the hell did we trade for him? Nope. Ah, that was that literally back to back. I, I was like ecstatic to sad actually with it within a matter of two seconds. That look at this. This is why you don't ever let that talent go. He's the, he he is he has been the top three hands in the league consistently every year since he's been in the league. Like I I I, I don't ever want to say anybody is the number one receiver in the league because that can always fluctuate week by week and it, it just it, it's whoever's on top. But I would always give him top three, easily. I can't believe that. Um. Well, I'm gonna pay up. On my shot bet at Ooh. this moment for okay. losing that game, so that's it. Brooks, Brooks, Brooks is is this is debts paid all of it right here. Boom! Oh, that yeah, looks. That I, lo I pay him off each show. That looks milky. Ugh. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, man, that was that was an incredible play though. No, no, I, I don't want to shy away from this. Was an incredible play. That was an incredible throw. He was completely off balance. Um, but. Going into that week, we didn't really have any games that we were super excited about. Like we were just like, oh, you know, this is all right. We're going into this week. It's kind of boring. This was entertain. This was that. This made it an entertaining week to me. This yeah. made it like an enjoyable week of football for me. Yeah. Um, so let's go back. We're gonna we're gonna kind of um go ahead and place our our shot bet for this week. Our our first one with the Oklahoma State at Oklahoma game. There's a seven point spread. Um, so Vegas or odd betters have it as Oklahoma winning by a touchdown. Do you think, do you take Oklahoma in this or do you take Oklahoma state Dustin? I don't know. I've been debating with myself all day on this. Mm -hmm. I really don't know where to go with it. Let's see. And uh, hold on. Let's, let's, let's pull up. Let's pull up the oh, game I itself. Pulled up. I've been looking at it. Uh, Offense is way like a hundred yards more for Oklahoma. Defenses, Oklahoma State's a little better by like thirty some yards. I don't know, and they are a very run heavy team, so they can try to control the clock. They have a decent defense. Oh, I yeah, been, I think I want to go Oklahoma State. Yeah, those points. Yeah, to to win or to yeah, okay. So like you think they're gonna. Get within the point range or win. Yeah, give me the Oklahoma State side. Okay. Let's take, so uh, they just uh, have to. They just have to lose by less than seven. Oh, good lord! Look at this though, right here. One sixty-eight points four, and 
points for on on Oklahoma is almost double. Yeah, but Oklahoma played us. Remember? <laughs> yeah, they 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 racked those up, but still, that that's that's a lot of points put up. But they also have they a have lot of defense over there. Yeah, the 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 Oklahoma State's playing really. The, that's the best defense in the Big Twelve. Yeah, one hundred and seven points allowed all season. Um, Brooks, so we have Dustin down for for Oklahoma State, uh, covering the spread. So within seven points or a win. Uh, Brooks, who do you think you who, who do you got for this pick, or how, what, what do you have for the selection? I'm gonna go with Oklahoma on this one. I'm gonna pick Oklahoma to win, win by uh, at least touchdown or more. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think I think this. I don't know. Oklahoma seems like they're kind of coming on. Their offense is getting better. Rattler mm-hmm. seems like he's figuring it out a little bit more. And Oklahoma State hasn't played anybody, I think, on this level yet. So. And it's in Oklahoma, so I'm going to give him just a little bit more of a a nod on this one. So, yeah, um, give, me, give me give me Oklahoma. I, I I'm going to have to join you on this one. I'm looking at Oklahoma State's schedule so far, and they beat a very tight game with uh, with Iowa State, and then they lost to UT. Um, I, I I'd have to pick Oklahoma on this one as well. Um, I think that they're going to cover by the seven. Um or more, I, I I honestly could see this being being a two score difference in the game by the time this is over. Um, but that's that's definitely gonna be my pick for this one. Uh, let's go ahead and jot this down real quick. Um, from uh Woj, uh, the Charlotte Hornets are targeting oh. Lamelo Ball. Really? Their pick. So okay, so they are. Me and Dustin are gonna go three for three on our first. Think, State took Wiseman. Yeah. Oh, I hope they keep him. I. I. Although, what was it? One of y'all that was talking earlier that uh, that Clay Thompson might still be injured. Yeah, Clay Thompson injured his other knee today, so that's gonna oh change things. I think for them, I think they keep Wiseman if Clay tore his ACL or something. Yeah. Um, but from what I've seen on Twitter from sources. It's uh, not looking good for Clay. So um, yeah. So I think I think if Clay is actually hurt, they're going to keep Wiseman. And it's it's, it's it's so hard to three peat, and that's that's why right there. It's just so hard on the body. Um. So. I I definitely feel pretty solid about this pick. Uh, with the, with the Oklahoma covering the seven point spread. Um. This is a big rivalry too, though, so don't be too surprised to see this game go 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 in the under. Um, well, screw them both. So let's <laughs> either way, OU still sucks. Uh, all right, so moving on. Um, so total shot bet count we're at for the week right now. I owe two from the West Virginia and Baylor game. Dustin owes five from West Virginia. Dude, you're gonna have like. Just one party night <laughs> to pay all of this up. I'm not uh, taking all those at once. What five? You can do. You've I'll you've be- you've done worse at Chimmy's before. Yeah, I'm out of that. <laughs> I'll take one or two here and there. All right. Dustin, this is starting to look like when we said we we're gonna take shots for every tech home run that season for you. <laughs> we still owe <laughs> that. that was bad. That was a bad bet. I wouldn't oh. have taken that bet. Um. Oops. <laughs> All right. So, D- 
Dustin's at five for the West Virginia game, Texas Tech, uh, Tampa Bay, Baylor, and Bills. And then Brooks just took his one that he owed for the Bills. Uh, here. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and then I think I saw Tex-Mex. Did, he, did you take another one? He took one earlier today. He tweeted I think he, at us. I think he did. I think I saw that. Nice. It's cool, good. man. So, um, anybody listening out there, if you want to, again, hop in with us on these bets, we're going to post up polls on the Twitter page and uh, take place with those. If you end up losing, uh, send us a video of you taking uh, or paying up on your shot bet. And uh, later on, we're going to be having uh, – we're, we're, we're looking at having, like, uh, kind of consolation prizes for the people that post the videos. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're looking into it. We're kind of in the works with, like, a – new logo design and t-shirts and stuff like that. So we're going to be looking at, at, at kind of giving out and sending t-shirts to the people that end up losing these shot bets. And we'll, we'll kind of pick one random loser or I don't want to say one random yeah, loser. Do, do the best, <laughs> uh, do the best shot bet video. And you might find yourself with a, uh, nice little prize, N- nice little t-shirt in the mail. We're, we're, we're looking at it. We're looking towards that as these, uh, as hopefully as these shot bet videos grow and, and, uh, the interaction with, uh, with our listeners yeah. grows. Um, Oh, let's see. Pick is in Lamella Ball. Yeah, he's going. He's going to the Hornets. There it is. Three for three. Elite passer and dynamic finisher. Yeah, too bad he makes a lot. Takes a lot of dumb shots. Dude, he has such a weird shot form. All right. So, um, with that, guys, we're gonna go ahead and uh, move on. We're gonna jump into the uh, the cleanup from last week. We're gonna take a look to start this off with the Rams versus the Seahawks. I was not as prepared for this one. Oh, let's take a look here. So, um, did either of y'all happen to catch this game? Uh, no, I didn't watch it, but I, I caught the highlights, and I was kind of keeping up with it on, uh, you know, my ESPN app just to see. But it was one of those games where, it, you know, the Rams got in the lead, and Russ was trying to play hero ball. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, you know, if Russ is a little bit off, like he was, he threw a couple picks again. And so I think when you do that, um, the Seahawks are going to lose. Yep. Russ has to be almost perfect for them mm-hmm. to win with that defense. So, um, that is what, uh, what was your takeaway? That's what I, that was my take from it. Um, I just yeah. got a tweet from Woj that the bulls are targeting Patrick Williams at number four. So I'll be topping the Chicago sounds. <sighs> like it's not happening. Still on Obi Top and watch. Oh, this is still going down. It's going down. <laughs> hey, J Jack, how you doing? Um. All right. So, yeah, that was kind of my takeaway from this game. Uh, my 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 biggest takeaway from this from this matchup in between the Rams and the Seahawks is again, uh, Seahawks defense is kind of giving up record numbers this year. And the Rams are starting to click a little bit better than they did at the beginning of this year. Um, not that they're still not, I don't find them to be some sort of big Super Bowl threat yet. There's, they are sitting at six and three, they're doing well, but it's just, um, they're, they're, they're starting to kind of mesh and you're getting a little bit of that, that, uh, that fire from two years ago to start to kind of manifest. Um, Dustin, any, any quick thoughts about this one? No, nothing else. I mean, it's hard to make comebacks when you're playing a good team like the Rams and mm-hmm. you don't have a defense. Yeah. Um. So jumping on to our next game for, for the cleanup, uh, we're going to take a look at the Ravens Patriots real quick. Um, b- 
Bill Belichick, I, I, I think he has the Ravens kind of figured out. I think he's kind of played them enough to where he just knows what to do to stop them with, let's face it, a, a very subpar Patriots team this year. Um, and he's done. he did what every other team that's beat them this year does, which is make, uh, make Lamar Jackson throw the ball. Force him into passing situations. Don't let him run. So, um, Brooks, did did you did you get a chance to catch any of this? Did you see any highlights or any of that? I mean, what what are, what are your thoughts on this one, man? Yeah, I thought the the Patriots kind of did the thing where they you know they threw a trick play out there. They ran the ball. They did what the Ravens try to do to teams. They ran the ball down their throat. They ran it, ran it, ran it, and it worked out. They got in the lead. They had the weather kind of help them out a little bit. Yeah, um, a little bit of a crazy monsoon going on there, but yeah, they they made the Ravens have to pass the ball, and that's when the Ravens struggle. Yeah, and that that's that's just gonna be their their Achilles heel. I mean, it was it was one of the best shows in football last year. It was it was it was amazing. Love watching Lamar Jackson run and and, and outplay the entire uh and all and tell the 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 the, the playoffs or the postseason. Uh, he was, they were out playing every single team. Um, so jumping onto the next topic, uh, we can kind of cover two, two birds with one stone on this one. The, the saints winning against the 49ers who were starting to look a little bit better. Not, not by any means. Great. They're not, they're still, they're still, uh, a, 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 a shadow of themselves. But the biggest story in this was, uh, Drew Brees injuring himself. What what we got? Oh, Patrick Williams, Chicago Bulls. There we go. All right. Thing is, there's no stud in this draft. Like, Mm-mm. there's, there's not. no Jaw or Zion that you were like, "Yep." There's no big. There, there's no big name. A lot that, of question marks on everybody. So it's gonna to it's gonna it. jump around, and I again, I, I'm just. Going into this draft, I was not the least bit excited. None. Last year's draft, pumped. Loved it. Um, so, the the jumping back to the NFL, uh, the Saints uh, beating the 49ers. They're at 7-2, and two, but they're now going to be relying on, on old Jameis. And, <laughs> dude, are y'all excited about that? The best oh, yeah. entertaining quarterback in the NFL is back. Oh, dude, I, I can't stand that guy. Who doesn't love Jameis? I hate it. I, oh, really? You never know what you're going to get. But, the, okay, the dude had everything in front of him. And then, and, and, and then okay. It, you, okay, here's what it is. Here's what bothers me about him. It's the freaking crab stealing. Dude, we're like 10 years past that. Yeah, I'm on, not. Man. Come on. Yeah. Get past it. <laughs> oh, it, he was it in just, college. We all, we all do dumb stuff in college. Come on. Last year, I, he was fifth in the league in yards yeah. and had 30 touchdowns. Might have had 30 picks. 30-30 club. <laughs> so, the, the, the main story that, that I kind of want to get to with this, that I'm kind of leading towards, is, is this enough to give Brady and the Bucks the advantage over this division? Is it? Oh, yeah. Because that that's what that's what you, your, your kind of gut instinct leads toward lean towards. They unloaded on the Panthers. The first half of that game, I was like, OK, 
okay, this is more entertaining than I thought. You know, we had a little bit of a discussion where I, where I was like, is this a bit of a trap game? Are they going to kind of go into this too cocky? And then Dustin is giving me the look that he's giving me right now, which is, no, you're a moron. This is Tom Brady after a loss. He's going to destroy you tell him. me last week? You I forgot like, exactly. Oh, Teddy Bridgewater. I just said this this has any kind of potential. I didn't think they were going to actually win. or I, I didn't think that the Bucks were going to lose. I was just like, this may be interesting to watch. And And sure enough, first half, they were tied. I was like, Okay, I didn't expect that to actually happen. Um, but is is Jameis taking over the Saints enough to move the Bucks to take over that division, to take over uh, and and be the number one seed out, out of that division? Uh, Dustin, what, what do you think? Big Brady fan. For sure. Um, the big thing with Jameis coming into the Saints – is he didn't get to have an off season with the, all these guys, mm-hmm. you know, he's had some practices obviously, but getting out there with real reps with the number ones and real play calling is a lot different. Um, their schedule is okay. They got a couple toss up games and stuff, mm-hmm. but the next four or five, six weeks, I don't know even know how long he's going to be out with his whole upper body broken kind of. Yeah. So, it's up to Jameis, yeah. Can him and Sean Payton figure it out? What they gonna run Alvin Kamara more? They gonna try to throw the screens more? Yeah. How's all that gonna play out? And yeah, the Bucks, Tom Brady's teams always get better later in the year, closer to Thanksgiving, and then afterwards, mm-hmm. uh, he really spread the ball around, which is great. They ran the ball great, so I like how that's so, adding up. A little tidbit to kind of throw in on that. Tom Brady teams do, but I don't know if it's Tom Brady teams or if it's Bill Belichick teams because he's always been very much a defensive-minded coach, right? So, like, y'all remember earlier on, I think a couple episodes ago, where I was like, defenses tend to pick up as the winter hits, as we get into as we get into November, January, December, right? Because it's cold weather, people have a harder time gripping onto the ball. Whatever the reason is, defenses start to pick up and the points start dropping. So I don't know if it's going to be as the Bucks defense has been playing amazing. They have been. Um, but is it going to we're, we're going to kind of see was it the Tom Brady effect as to why the defense is picking it up or was it the Bill Belichick defensive scheme schematics that were the cause of them picking it up in these later months? Um, Brooks, what what are what are your what are your feelings back there uh, on uh on the upcoming weeks for these the for these bucks, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not as high on the bucks as uh, Dustin is. I, I I've watched several of their games and it just nothing that they've done has impressed me all that much. I I think they impressed me a little bit against the Panthers, but the Panthers are an inferior team to them. Mm-hmm. When they've been on primetime television, they've lost to the Bears. They've lost to the Saints twice. Um. You know, they've lost to these teams with deep, decent defenses who can get pressure on Brady, and Brady hasn't looked all all that in those games to me. So yeah. I'm a little hesitant on saying the Bucks are now the clear favorites. I still think the Saints – I think the Saints are still the better team out of the bunch. But, I mean, I guess we'll see. We'll see as the Bucks season progresses. Like Dustin yeah. says, Brady's teams always get better. So, you know, they also that, I think, have a pretty cake schedule the last four games. Yeah. You have the Rams and Chiefs the next two weeks mm-hmm. and then a bye week, which is huge. But then 
Minnesota, Atlanta, Detroit, Atlanta. Yeah. So they should go 4 0 yeah. in the last four weeks after a bye. But I can't get that Saints destroying them out of my head. No, that, <laughs> like and, and that, that was, that's that the reality. Destruction. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's just too too much to, to kind of look just past that. So we'll, we'll, we'll see as the season goes on. I do think this was enough to get the Saints, or sorry, the Bucks over the Saints to win this division, but I don't think that they're going to be um, this this unstoppable force that we were kind of expecting going into the season. So uh, with that talk, let's go ahead and jump right into the Rams-Bucks game for next week that's coming up. And we're going to go ahead and, uh, I, I think we should go ahead and make this our shot game of the week. Shot bet for the week. Um, sorry. Um, so hold on, let's find it. It's going to be a Monday night football game. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, looking at this game, we have the six and three Rams at the seven and three Bucks. So Tom Brady at home, nice and cozy. Him and him and AB bundled up next to a fire. Um, <laughs> um, let, let's go ahead and get our picks for this game. Um, Brooks, who, who do you got? going into this game who, who do you think will take this um if we are going the route of uh the spread which i think is three and a half ah let's go uh, even bucks straight up um uh let's go with the spread because I, I i do think that three and a half matters i i got the rams i got the rams in this one i think the rams the rams have the defense that haunts tom brady which is you have a pass rush that you can get to them with three guys while you can drop coverage. And they got Jalen Ramsey, who just, just shut down DK. And so I'm expecting him to probably shut down Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I got the Rams. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks win by a field goal on this one. So that's why I want to go with the spread on this one. But. All right, we, we can bet the spread. So you want to bet the Rams on the spread. So sub. Yeah, the Rams plus three and a half is what I'm going to be taking. Okay. Uh, Dustin, what, what is what is your selection for this game? We're going with Tom Brady and the Bucks. Yeah. I'm not going to bet against them. <laughs> no way. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to. It out for you so well this season. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have to join Dustin on this one. I, I don't think um, I think top to bottom. I think the Buccaneers are a better, more well-rounded team. I think they have a better defense. I think their run game is looking good. I think they're 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 wide receivers. I I said good, not great. I see the face, Brooks. Um, but I, I think their wide receivers are are, are kind of starting to click a little bit better. Um, I the only I think their only issue is. Mike Evans is not used to being a number one, number one. So like a number one to an all-time great. And so he's getting targeted for, for coverage more often now. So he's getting less looks with the football. He's been the number one there since he got drafted. Yeah, but he's been a number one for Jameis Winston, not Tom Brady. Who was number five in the league in passing last yeah, year. I feel like, I know. They were a top five offense last yeah. year. Yeah. He was the number one receiver. But he's getting less looks every game. What did he get? Last uh, nine? Well, he got a lot last game. Or uh, sorry, the, the, the week before that is what I meant. A few games before, yeah, they're still figuring it out. But yeah. they're starting to get the ball spread around and whatnot. So. Um, These are the shot bets I like. When y'all two go against me, I think I'm undefeated when it's me versus y'all two. So, <laughs> boom. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I, I do think I'm going to join Dustin on this one with the Buccaneers. Um. 
so I think that's gonna kind of we we need to kind of get moving on. We're 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 getting we're we're approaching kind of the later time limits, and we do have a little bit of NBA talk that we want to go over. Um, other uh, real quick, any other big games to discuss? Um, well, there's uh, our our boy Cliff in the in the Seahawks on Thursday night. That's gonna be a fun game to watch. I'm not super obsessed with it though. Um, I, I I'm gonna watch it. Uh, it's gonna be an entertaining game. Um. It's gonna be hella entertaining. Yeah, I two of the top offenses and two of the worst three passing defenses in the league. Yeah, so this over under is like fifty nine, I think, for this game. Like, for the total points scored. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be like it's just they're, they're they're betting on a shootout. It's gonna be. It's gonna um, be big though if Tyler Lockett can go for Seattle. He tweaked his knee last game. Who who do you think takes this then? Depends on Tyler Lockett. Yeah, that's it. He plays and is good. I'll take Seattle. Okay. Brooks, that affects the game plan and stuff. Brooks, who, who do you think? Hopefully Seattle. Hopefully Seattle. You just want to see more more, more failure for, for Cliff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I'm indifferent about this game. I just hope we get a good game. I hope we get a good shootout. We got two mobile quarterbacks that, that just love to, love to, to sling it. So... I, I think it's gonna be fun. I'm, I'm gonna watch. I I I'm enjoying. Even though DeAndre Hopkins is not with the Texans, I like seeing him do well. Um, what's up, Dustin? Quick game, just a little note. Chiefs Raiders. Raiders gave the Chiefs the only loss they have yeah. this year, but pretty much most of the Raiders' defense is on lockdown right <gasps> now. Yeah. But also. There was the but whole they, thing with the with the bus uh, victory lap. I forgot about that. And Andy Reid, well, the, the COVID deal and not being able to practice all week when you're playing Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs is a way big deal. Yeah, <laughs> so, but but they but, can still play if they continue to test negative. But they won't get any practice time, no reps, any of that. So, but apparently, quiet Andy Reid actually got mad about the about the victory lap with the buses. He never talks. He never talks. Uh, talks mess. I've never seen him get mad. Mad. That was entertaining. Um, we are right. still on Obi Top and Watch. Yeah, uh, we're still. Hold on. We yeah. yeah, I never saw it. Six pick was that guy from USC that has a weird name that I'm not even gonna dare to try to pronounce. <laughs> um, we're gonna yeah, we're we're gonna end up offending somebody. All right, so with that, let's go ahead and move off. Uh, move off the NFL. We're gonna jump into the NBA trades and free agency. Dustin uh, has a stat. What? Stat oh, wait. Podcast. Where's that? It oh, didn't. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it on there. All right, what do you got, Dustin? What, what's your random stat for the week? Right now, there's two teams in mm-hmm. the NFL. Okay. That have not lost a game by more than seven points. Who do you think they are? Chargers, the Steelers, the Steelers. Obviously, they're undefeated. They're undefeated. Is it the Chargers? The Chargers. They've only won two games. <laughs> we have an undefeated team, and the Chargers going to Chargers lose every game by under a touchdown or like, like man, it's so crazy. The Chargers going to Charger. I, 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 <laughs> coaching and culture and being able to pull those games out that the Chargers just can't do it. Oh. Hey, but Justin Herbert got a haircut. And now he looks business. like a high school sophomore quarterback. <laughs> oh, he looks so pretty, though. <laughs> we can end the no, NFL on he that. doesn't. Nice <laughs> that was a good way out. That was a good way out. Chargers being Chargers is is just that. 
I, I, they need to make that T-shirt and sell it. I would, I would consider buying one. I would. Um, all right. So we're gonna talk a little bit about NBA trades, free agency, uh, kind of rumor mills. Uh, what, what, what's up in the air? I know most recently, um, I, there was we were talking about a little bit earlier, the uh, the Ariza trade for to the Pistons, and the Rockets are getting I think some draft picks, if I'm not mistaken for that. Yeah, let's dive right into the the main team that everybody's looking at. Yeah. yeah. Why? Harley's own Houston, Houston Rockets. Rockets. Nobody wants to play for the Rockets anymore. Dude, Nobody does. But, like, the coach is gone. <laughs> the GM's gone. The, the GM's gone. The, the, doesn't want $50 million to play there. He, he's trying to make it to the Nets where, where they're going to be, a, where, where, like, who's going to hold the ball? And oh, then. Rockets, don't get distracted. And then, okay, no, no, that's where he wants to go. And then Westbrook wants out as well. Like, the entire organization's falling apart. And it's because nobody wants to play with each other, but then everybody wants to leave at the same time. So, like, I don't I don't understand. I don't know what's... Uh, I, I'm pretty sure uh, the Rockets are just going to end up trading everybody away and just collecting draft picks and collecting stock and then trying to just kind of rebuild off of that. But this has become... Yeah, you got to... You got to get draft capital because you traded all of the draft capital you had to yeah. get Westbrook yeah. and to get like uh, Covington and all these guys. So they're trying to make trades that get them some picks back so they yeah. can build if they trade away these two superstars. But here's what I'm going to say for the Rockets. Mm. What do you got? Don't trade them. Don't no. trade them. You don't have to trade them. No, Just I because wouldn't. Somebody says they want to go to the Nets doesn't yeah. mean you got to trade them to the Nets. I've always you can trade them to wherever they're under contract. Yeah. So just because he says he wants to go to the Nets, still take offers. That's oh, what yeah. the, I guess the new guy that's either the GM or in place of the GM. That's what yeah. he said. Yeah. He's yeah. like, they can deal with it. Yeah. Bleep him. Oh no. Dude. Your- okay. Trust me. Whenever I say this, if I were the owner of that team um, and I had, I had a player that didn't want to play for me. You better believe I'd have him swapping or, or, or mopping up the bathrooms at the end of the game for $50 million a year. I'm putting his ass to work. I don't care. The, you don't have to trade him. And the player empowerment thing is cool. I, I don't mm. mind players being like, hey, I want to go here. But it's he has much. two years and he's saying he just wants to go to the net. So that ruins the trade market for him because everybody knows he doesn't want to go play for him. Yeah. Well, you don't have to trade him. He can mm. play for you. Yeah. And, Maybe somebody else comes up with a better offer. You can trade it to him. Yeah, and and um, there's the no entire what is it? The he can be traded all the way up until the trade deadline, like halfway through the season, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's no. You don't have to do it now. No, no, no. There, there's there's no reason to, you, to shop him around. Go ahead, Brooks. Sorry. Because normally, if you're doing that right, you're getting back. You're getting like a clear path to build your team, but the Rockets don't really have a clear path Mm-mm. to rebuild right now because they've gotten. You know, they don't have the picks. So if right now your best option is like path, hold it. James Harden would still run into somebody to get a foul. Yeah. Uh, that, or that's, travel. That's his game. Around that person. That's his game plan, man. Every time. Oh, let's see. Um, yeah, let's the go other... to the Nets, Nets trade. Let's go right into that. Which one? The Nets and Harden and all those talks. Where is it? KD says, hey, I'm cool with Harden. I can deal with him. And Kyrie's like, no. I don't want that. Yeah. 
But the, but they but they but uh, the the Rockets were talking about the trade itself, saying that like, no, we're not going to just give you Harden, who has been you know a top scorer in the league for for the last uh, like seven years or whatever. Um, for 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 trinkets, like no, you're gonna have to. They're they're gonna have to trade for Kyrie. I think that was the last thing I heard, and that was like the only way that they're gonna just give him give the Nets uh, James Harden. I'd be okay with that for the Nets. Yeah, well, God, they would need they would need Kyrie and like a trade or something like that, and like a, and like a pick that, or something. But that'd be so hilarious for Kyrie, who went to the Nets to play with KD, and then the Nets are like, "Nah, we want James Harden mm-hmm. to play with them." Bye. That, that's the only scenario that I could see where James Harden ends up on the Nets is if if the Rockets ended up with KD and ended up with something else. That would be the opening to the talk. That would be the opening to the discussion. Or sorry, not KD. Uh, Kyrie. Um, K- KD obviously way better than Harden and a way better overall player, way better shooter, scorer, everything. So there'd be no shot that that'd be a fair trade. But Kyrie, injury prone, don't know what you're getting. Don't know if you're gonna get good Kyrie or bad Kyrie. Like it's just, uh, you'd have to get him plus either draft stock or players. But, um, but if you're if you're the Nets and you can find a way to get Harden and keep Kyrie and Katie, I mean, you have to explore that option because having three really good players. But who who has the ball? Um, it'll be probably Kyrie. I think. If you look at James Harden when he was with OKC, he was really good off the ball player. The one thing he hasn't ever done in Houston is play off the ball. He's a really good shooter. Mm-hmm. So imagine him playing off of guys like Kevin Durant and Kyrie. And if he's not always ball dominant, he could be that guy who takes corner threes or whatever at a really high clip. Like that's so, that's so, deadly. Uh, so here's, here's what ends up happening with every big three. Who who becomes Chris Bosh? That's my question. In this big three, Kyrie, but he's not gonna like that. Mm-mm. Here's my kicker that we're not thinking about. Who just got hired on to the staff of the Nets? Dan Tony. Oh Dan yeah. Tony. Yep yep yep. So he's probably gonna want to give the ball. I know he's like the offensive coordinator, or whatever you're gonna call him. Yeah. He's probably gonna want to give the ball to James Harden, who knows the offense and all that stuff. But Kevin Durant should have the ball. Kevin Durant should have the ball the entire time. That is the best player on that team. And like, the other uh, funny thing is the other team that's rumored to be in the works is the 76ers who hired Houston's Daryl Morey. Yeah. So the two teams that he's like kind of interested in both had Houston connections. Oh yeah. Um, a big Houston connections. Not just like, Oh, this was an assistant yeah. coach. <laughs> so, um, but, I mean, but, but again, they're not going to trade. Harden to the like the, they would have to trade uh with Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons. They won't be able to keep all yeah. three. They're they're you can't yeah nobody can't do a James Harden trade and not get at least Ben one Simmons. of the I two. Ben Simmons is the guy. Most likely it'd be I think I think it'd be easier for the Rockets to build off of Ben Simmons than it would off yeah. of Joel Embiid because then the 76ers would end up with a better shooter of the ball and Joel Embiid. And then the Rockets would end up with with somebody that they can kind of build build around. They 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 at best would become like a number eight seed, but yeah. I I don't even see that honestly happening for next year. Yo, imagine a pick and roll with Harden and Joel Embiid. That oh would be, yeah, whew. you want to talk about like that? They would jump to being the favorites in the East. Maybe yeah. I, I'd have to kind of think. I'd have to kind of think about that one a little bit. 
But the only reason I would have liked Houston to trade for Ben Simmons is when they had D'Antoni, because I yeah. think D'Antoni with Ben Simmons would have been like an interesting combination. I, I mean, their new coach, who knows what kind of offense he's, he's going to run. He seems mm-hmm. like a really good, versatile offense because he was under, uh, he was with the Mavs. So I don't know. But you got to be smart if you're the Rockets here. You got to make sure that you're getting something that's that's worth yeah. worth and, it, and, and you don't have to. Well, and, and they're not going to trade him for trinkets. They're not. They they already yeah. said that flat out that like he's on there on a contract. He's there for two years, and like he yeah. wants to avoid his fifty million dollars for some dumb reason, um, just to go maybe win with a three player ball dominant team. Like that's what he wants to go do. So, um, the the the, well, the other, other team in the East we need to talk about is the Bucks. We do need to talk a little bit about the Bucks. Uh, what was the name of the the Brogdon Donovich? Was was Dustin. yeah Dustin? If you want to kind of take over Brogdon, that that Brogdon. discussion. <laughs> um. So the talk was. Bro- I, I think we were talking about it before here. <laughs> Apparently, he didn't want to go to the Bucks. I didn't know that part. I heard that there was talks about him and, and another player. I can't. I don't remember who. Okay. Yeah. So this dropped right before we went on the podcast. Yeah. Um, is that the originally the Sacramento Kings had traded Bogdan Bogdanovich to the Milwaukee Bucks for oh, 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 oh. Don Sorry. DiVincenzo. Look at the pick. Obi <laughs> to the Obi Knicks. Knicks going to New York. Uh, all right. Sorry, Brooks. That that was good? we were on Obi Watch. I had to pause it. <laughs> All right. Obi Watch 2020. Obi Watch 2020. He's going to the Knicks, but not really going to the Knicks. I hate the draft. I hate the NBA draft. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. So, Go so ahead, back Bruce. to the trade. It was a sign in trade, right? Because Bogdan Bogdanovich is a restricted free agent, which yeah. means. He can go into free agency this year, get an offer from a team, mm. and the Kings still have the chance to match that contract and sign him. Yeah. So the Bucks traded for him, but he apparently never gave approval of going to the Bucks. Yeah. And so now he is becoming a restricted free agent. And I've heard talks that the Hawks are going to go all in and give him a contract that kings cannot match um so that was interesting because it seemed like the bucks had just gotten themselves a team that could go around Giannis and get them a title they got drew holiday from the pelicans which is a way better version of eric bledsoe uh that they had and then they got bogdan bogdanovich who was a really (laughs) good offensive weapon play some good defense and now that has fallen through. So if you're Giannis, I'd be out. What you doing? I, 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 I honestly, as, as if I'm Giannis, the moment my contract is has fulfilled its 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 a uh, its extent in Milwaukee, it's such a small market team. He's never gonna actually have a chance to win the title there. Like I'm sorry, got one more year, and so yeah. there's J. Rue Holiday that they just got. So but they just traded every draft pick they have for like the next four years. I, I I'm out. I, I'd yeah. be out on Milwaukee. Uh, so it's he, like, what are you gonna build around? No. Uh, if if I'm out. him, I'm out. If I'm him, if I'm him, I'm out of that club. I'm sorry, but Milwaukee's too too small of a team, too small of a uh, a a uh, city to to pull big names, big players to. There's no 
there's no sex appeal to the city. You know, like like players going to Miami or players going to L.A. or New York. Like there, there's a flair to those cities. Milwaukee? No, there's none of that. So like, um, I, I if I'm Giannis, I'm out of there as soon as I can be. Uh, he may play hard the next year, but go ahead, Brooks. They would have made the Bogdan Bogdanovich trade correctly. I mean, that's not their fault. That's the Kings' fault, really. But they yeah. got him out of state because that's a pretty good team there. I bet Drew Holiday would have stayed. It's not always about the place you're going to. Now that it's about what can offer you the best chance at winning. Yeah. Um, and if the Bucks are that best opportunity, I think he's going to stay because it doesn't matter how small market team you are. Mm-hmm. When the, they can offer you the most money, <laughs> yeah, and the best chance to win, that doesn't matter. Um, but uh, to to some if degree, team can rise. If another team can rise to the top of his list here, Miami, Dallas, uh, you know, one of those teams. Then yeah, yeah. Uh, right now, it looks that those teams look a little bit better. Randomly, uh, okay, just just a random thought popped into my head. If he plays out his contract, he gets to choose where he goes, right? Yes. What about the Pelicans? Well, it all depends. At that point, it depends on cap space. And at at the end of a year, you know, if they're going to pay Brandon Ingram a lot of money, um, or are they going to pay Lonzo Ball? Or are they going to pay some of these other guys? Or are they oh. going to get rid of them? Or are they going to create cap space? But they don't have. What 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 if they what if they got rid of some of the some of their players and cleared some cap space? They got Giannis alongside with Zion. But you just talk about small market, and then I know you're gonna go with New Orleans. I know, but 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 New Orleans, but New Orleans has has some. I don't know. It it it's just like random thought in my head. I was like, that might be fun to watch. I don't know. I mean, him and Zion wouldn't be terrible to watch, but it's still not the. It wouldn't be what he does. And the yeah. Bucks aren't going to let him walk away and not get anything back. They are at least going to do something to where they can trade him away and get some pieces to try yeah. to build off of. Because you can't just take a loss like that and try expect to compete. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see here. Uh, next thing we need to kind of talk a little bit about um, the Dennis Schroeder to the Lakers. Um, Lakers is now apparently your team, Brooks. Um, no, I'm joking. I know, I know you're you're a LeBron fan. LeBron's my team. I know LeBron's your team. How do you feel about this trade, though? Oh, I like it. Uh, Schroeder was really good in Oklahoma City. I think Oklahoma City, their best, the best lineup in the NBA was when Oklahoma City had Schroeder, CP3, and um, uh, Shy Gilgis Alexander on the court. Mm-hmm. And during the playoffs, Schroeder was like dropping 30 points a game on yeah. Houston. So. I think, I mean, he's a definite upgrade from Danny Green, who they got rid of, which is awesome. Um, He's a great guy to have off the bench. The Lakers seem like Rondo's going elsewhere and KCP's going elsewhere. So um, losing them doesn't hurt when you have Schroeder. And I think there's more moves to be made. Uh, I think they'll get somebody in free agency that's going to come in and help. I'm not sure who, but I like it. It's a good trade. It's a legit uh, six man to have mm-hmm. um, a legit point guard that can move the ball and create offense. So absolutely uh, huge. I think that's a huge addition for them uh, um, for next year. So the, the, the next trade we're, we're going to kind of move along with this. We're, we're kind of reaching the end of our time limit, but I do want to cover some of these topics. Um, Dustin, Chris Paul to the Suns. Does this make them a 
contender for the number one seed in the in the in the West? Does this does this kind of push oh, them over? Hold on, but this does this push them because they've been they've been at a stopping point. They've kind of reached a, a, a ceiling. Is Chris Paul enough to push them past that? Here's what this trade does. Huh. This trade changes the energy and culture and atmosphere in that locker room. Yeah. Chris Paul yep. is the, one of the best leaders in the NBA. He's a mm-hmm. proven winner. He's a culture culture changer. Mm, head of the Players you Association. With, you needed that with DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. Devin mm-hmm. Booker, who's one of the best scorers in the league, his contract's coming up too. If you weren't going to change something around in that uh, that team mm-hmm. soon and make the playoffs, oh yeah, maybe win some games, he was probably going to get out of there soon because you're not showing any effort to get better and in a different yeah. way, better way. You bring him in one for Devin Booker individually, like hey, here's how you do things, young buck. Two, he brings everybody along with him to get better. And he changes everything and makes them more of a winning organization. And yeah. hopefully they can move forward and make the playoffs and do something there. And mm-hmm. that helps Devin Booker stay and Aiden and all that. Yeah, that's I, a winning organization move right there. Because Chris Paul, so. like, like he's going to make everybody better. And imagine Devin Booker getting passes wide open for three from Chris Paul right in the pocket. It's going to be pretty. <laughs> Yeah, but but that's, that's what I'm saying. They're, 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 this makes them more of a legitimate contender. I still think it's still Lakers and Clippers. Seen. No, I, I'm a, I was exaggerating, obviously. Uh, the the Lakers and the Clippers are still the obvious one too going into this season. Um, that can obviously change pending trades and whatnot going into it, and maybe injuries. Uh, this this is a very short off season for recovery, but yeah, um, this could Denver's move them up, up to a. This could project them up to up to number three or four seed, though. Yeah, this is a try to get home court yeah. advantage type of move. Right, yeah. um, get themselves in that mix of number four through ten, which is packed in the West. Yeah, yeah. So I I think it, I if if this goes through for them, I think that's the best. Oh, look at this right here. There you go. Oh wait, don't play an ad. I I hate you so much. Uh, yeah, we don't we don't need the video. We're okay. uh, yeah. But anyways, um, I I think it's gonna be a good move, and I think it's a it's the right push to get them into that three four seed, um, going into the playoffs. Um, yep. So outside of that, there there's there's talk about trading Westbrook for for John Wall, which again, I I don't I don't see that being beneficial to to the to the Rockets. Are they not um, kind of sort of the same player? They really are. Oh, yeah, they're literally the <laughs> like, same what player. Are, what kind of move is that? I don't know, but that's that's the latest talk for for moving Westbrook. Um, I think it's a goofy move. You're literally getting the same kind of ego, same kind of player, same kind of ha- ball handling. Like you're not you're not uh, you're not growing your team at all. You're not trying to to move in a positive direction. You're just appeasing your players too far. I think I think that's what this is in the, in the end. Um, I I think it's a silly trade. I, I don't know, uh, Brooks. You got anything on this one? Yeah, that's 
like Dustin said, that's the same player, and one of them is has been injured for the last year and a half. So yeah. you don't even really know what John Wall is anymore. But if you can get some draft capital off of it, I mean, they're they're two of the worst contracts in the NBA to have right now is John yeah. Wall and Westbrook. So you're just trading one bad and thing for another. I I uh, think I think the Rockets are going in a direction where they're just trying to just build capital. Yeah. Yeah, and you have to. But if you're the Wizards, hell yeah. I take oh, this. yeah. Let's try, oh, yeah. Let's try Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill. Let's see what well, that Well, and, like. and uh, no, uh, in, in the end, Russell Westbrook plays hard and is going to, yeah. if he's by himself, we saw what he did in OKC. And so it's oh, yeah. going to draw some attention. It's going to sell some tickets. It's going to get you some airtime. And yeah, you'll get in with like an eighth seed randomly. And and you'll 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 gain some extra revenue. So Westbrook is is that kind of player, but not a uh, player to win around. We got breaking Uh-oh. news here for uh, Dustin Jalen Smith, the Maryland uh, center that you were looking at, is projected to go number ten to the Suns here. So there you go. All Suns right, I want off, pressure anyways. Off huh? the board. I want Precious. It's all right. <laughs> want, uh, Makes the Mavericks' decision easier. Precious is a is an NBA player, by the way, guys. Not not a uh, not that movie. Not that movie. <laughs> 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 I was trying to think of it. I couldn't spit it out. All right. So I think that's gonna kind of wrap up our, our our discussions for the week, guys. Um. So just a quick recap on the shot bets for the week. Dustin is picking uh OSU side of the OSU uh, Oklahoma game. And he's also picking the Bucks. I'm taking OU, and I'm pick, uh, also picking the Bucks. Uh, Brooks is taking OU and picking the Rams. And uh, so, if y'all are listening to this, be be on the lookout for the polls and uh, join us on the shot bets. Uh, this is just kind of something fun that we're we're doing, and and something that that we're hoping uh, we'll 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 get some more engagement with you guys, having having fun with the people that are listening to the show. Um, so with that, we're going to kind of wrap up, wrap up the episode. Uh, Dustin, uh, final shots. What do you got? Final shot staying with basketball. The Uh-oh. NCAA announced earlier this week, they are looking into a bubble type situation for the March madness tournament for college basketball. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of this probably a good move. Yeah. Um, to yeah. especially start looking into it, um, get ahead of it, you know? But they don't want to lose that TV money from no oh. basketball again. Um, they could care less if fans are there, but they want that TV money. They need CBS yep. to pay them a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, everybody needs to tune in to True TV yeah. to watch all those cool games. But uh, it'll be interesting where they pick. They talked about Indianapolis, so I don't know. I was I talking to my buddy about DFW area has a ton of places they could yeah. do this. but yeah. I don't know what they're all looking at. 68 teams is a lot. So who knows? That's a lot. That's a lot of room you need to have for players, coaches, teams, uh, like, uh, um, uh, overall, it's, it's a lot of people in one space, especially 64 teams is going to be very hard. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did, uh, a, a, um, like a four bubble system to split it up. Cause I know that's already kind of how they have the brackets. I, I don't know. I, uh, bubble watch is going to be even better because they're actually going to be playing in a bubble this year. So true. <laughs> bubble watch twenty twenty one. 
we're, we're, we're making hashtags out here. All right. So, um, Brooks, what, what do you got for your final shot for the episode, man? Uh, I'm going to go something personal. Ooh. Um, out of not sports related or anything, but my sister, her name okay. is Bailey Barrett. Uh, she's dropping a new song on Friday, and it's going to be called Good Time. And so there is a link on my Facebook, and I will try to drop it on Instagram. And I don't know if I can do it on Twitter, but I might try to figure that out. But you can go and pre-save that song. That way it shows up on your uh, playlist on Spotify or Apple on Friday. Um, and if you don't do that, then just look her up, Bailey Barrett, Good Time. Uh, give her a listen. Uh, she is my favorite artist out there. So, yeah, shout out to shout out and support for for the sibling on that one, dude. Why, yeah. why don't Why don't you just uh, you can you can you can pin the tweet to your to your page for a little while. That way, people can find it that way. Yeah, I mean, it's just some random link that we have right now. So, yeah, but um, yeah, it, just I'll just an option. I, I think that might be a good way so that way everybody listening can have a shot at, at finding it a little bit easier. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I like that shout out, man. That was nice. My mine is mine is uh not not so sweet. No, no, I feel downplayed. No. Uh my 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 final shot just goes out to the masters. We didn't really get get much of a chance to talk about it. Um but Dustin Johnson going negative 20, breaking the masters record. We have we have uh we have our own Dustin that 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 breaks many records day to day, but this Dustin did it at the masters. We gotta we we gotta we gotta show some respect to it. He's also dating uh, was it Wayne Gretzky's uh, daughter, Paulina. Paulina Gretzky. Good lord. Um, what so, was the picture of him in that green jacket? He looked so goofy. Dude, yeah. Uh, let's see. Sorry for our audience not watching. Ah, no, it's fine. <laughs> there it is, right here. Look at this. That's a weird button up. I don't know. It, they crazy. they didn't size him up at all for this. That's what that's what the issue is here. Um, but I think that's kind of my my shout out is him going going negative twenty breaking breaking the Masters record for lowest score of all time. That it was actually kind of fun to watch that final putt. I didn't watch the whole thing because the Masters is kind of a snooze fest. Uh, Tiger was looking good for a little while until he decided to go take a trip to Chili's and take a. Uh, Triple triple dipper home with him, uh, <laughs> he did, bro. Come on, he was he he hit into the water three times in the same hole, three times. Now he got me craving chilies, man. Bro, the triple dipper is the way to go, and apparently that's that's what what Tiger was hungry for. Um, all right, guys. So that's gonna be the end of the show. Again, all the social media outlets that we have out there, uh, tailgates underscore talks on Twitter. Um, we're, we're, I think the same handle on, on, on Instagram and uh, we're on Facebook. We have our personal accounts, uh, at Dustin Wimmer 22 at Calvin B Barrett and at Blanca where the L is a one, um, follow all of our pages. If you get the chance, hit us up. Uh, we we're posting our opinions. We're posting kind of interactions as far as, uh, sports every day, every week. What's going on? Uh, yeah, and the more you interact, the better you have a chance of getting a shirt. So who knows? Absolutely. Okay, crashers. Um, we'll get a shout out. We're 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 gonna get some shirts made for you guys, uh, and we're, we're gonna have some 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 team shirts if you want to call it that for the podcast. So uh, we we got some stuff coming up that's gonna be a little bit more fun, a little bit more interactive. Uh, don't forget if you take place in those shot bets, join us, have some fun. 
send us your video of you taking your shot. And um, here in the next coming weeks, we'll start having prizes for, for either most creative shot bet or uh, or a random selected winner uh, as far as uh, who, who ended up having to take the shot bet. Um, yep. All right, guys. Another great episode. We're going to wrap this up. Thank you, everybody that's been watching. J-Jack, Tex-Mex. I do enjoy t-shirts for work, says Tex-Mex. He's probably going to end up getting one of the first ones, most like, looking most likely. Um, yeah, I feel thank- like we got to get him one. <laughs> we have to. He, he's been he's been our, our uh, one of our one of our top fans since we started. A this devoted thing. fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, but thank you, everybody that's uh, listening. Hope you hopefully you enjoy the episode. Hopefully you have a good good weekend of uh, of sports. And uh, again, b- big love to everybody that's been supporting us so far. We've been doing sports. Oh, damn it. There. <laughs>